In 2010, correspondent Dave Iverson spent a week in Haiti covering the aftermath of the earthquake there for the PBS NewsHour. Earlier this year, he returned to Port-au-Prince and revisited some of the sites he'd reported from two years before. And as often happens in Haiti, Dave Iverson didn't always find what he expected. The earthquake's lingering impact shifts block by block in Port-au-Prince. You travel down one street and you think things are looking better. Then you round the corner and it's 2010 all over again. So this is the main boulevard in Port-au-Prince. I always say the same thing when I go by. I hope I have time to pass before it collapses. That's Daniel Tilius, the translator for our reporting team two years ago. Today, he's taking us back through the city. A few blocks from downtown, the familiar tilted outline of the ruined National Palace comes into view, unchanged. It's almost as if it's being preserved, like the Memorial Dome in Hiroshima. But the ruins here are actually testimony to something else. Why hasn't the palace been torn down? It's been a lot of discussion about, like, which country will we build it? Is it, like, the United States, France, or another one? Or does it have to be Haiti, like, building this? And the whole debate, like, slow down the process of putting it down. If there's one constant in Haiti, it's that nothing is ever easy. And then Daniel suggests a new destination, the place he grew up, a Port-au-Prince neighborhood that was devastated long before the quake, City Soleil. It's been really raining, so the wood is really bad. Driving into City Soleil, you see kids, half-clothed at best, playing in the mud outside a sea of ramshackle shelters and tents. Almost 250,000 people live in City Soleil. It's the poorest place in the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Everyone here seems to know Daniel. That's because even though he's created a new life for himself away from City Soleil, he's never really left. Besides running his translation business, Daniel works for Pax Christi, a Catholic social justice organization. And there's something here he wants to show us. An older woman pushes open a massive gate, and inside we discover soccer. For years, people only see children in Cité Soleil as the enemy of the society. They think they cannot do anything good in their life. To combat that, Pax Christi started the Inyon Sports Club. It includes not only a soccer field, but classrooms and a small store. And something Daniel calls the wall of dreams. So we wanted like to go and ask every kid involved in the soccer program, what would you like to do when, like, for your future? And everyone will put the name and what they want to be in the life. Can they you read a few of them? Yeah, I can. This is Shadik Kalin. I will be a nurse in 2020. That's my dream. And we have Alexis Jovenier. I'll be an agronomist in 2017. My dream. Becoming an agronomist seems like an unlikely dream for a kid growing up in City Soleil. But Daniel hasn't finished his tour yet. And this is the garden. It's an impossible sight. Here in one of the most impoverished places on earth, a sudden abundance of green, rows of peppers, spinach, tomatoes, and some non-traditional container gardening. We use the tires that normally were the tires that would be burned in the street during a protest. So we turn them as a container for, for gardening. And it's working fine. We have like nice spinach leaves. 
We have like nice like green onions. But the prize of Daniel's garden is a row of moringa trees. Moringa is known in some part of Africa as the Morocco tree because every part of the tree is useful for something. You can actually eat the leaves and salad. The branches good, the wood's good for making tea. The whole idea was about like teaching kids about like basic of gardening so they can eat healthier but at the same time create ways for them to make some money. (laughs) Whether he's standing on this patch of green or the soccer pitch, Daniel keeps up a steady patter to the kids who surround him, always preaching the value of education. They mostly listen, but they're kids. (laughs) What are you laughing about? (laughs) What I'm telling about, like, school is more important than sport. Is it like, yes, both are important. And by the way, I don't have a shoes for the practice. Maybe, like, you should think about this. <laughs> In City Soleil, thousands of kids don't have the shoes for a shot on goal. Daniel Tilius is just trying to make sure a handful of them get a shot at something more. And that's all they need, a chance. And the children now feel like they need to take this chance. A chance. Yes, the odds against them are great. But two former team members are now attending university. And like those leaves and branches of the moringa tree, Daniel Tilius and the Inyon Sports Club at least represent possibility. And in City Soleil, as in all of Haiti, possibility is always worth nourishing. Hey! For The World, I'm Dave Iverson.